Good evening, dear listeners, and welcome to another edition of Testify here on Eden FM, your voice in paradise. I am Ingrid Carly Moses, and I'm so thankful that you've made the time to join us this evening. I have a guest, a very special guest that I'm going to be introducing soon. But as you know, this month is the month of May. And it is Mother's Day. So we will be chatting about mothers and um, life experiences related to just what happens in a mother's life, or especially in this particular mother's life that I will be interviewing this evening. So also this month, the month of May for Catholics is also the month in which we honor Mary. Mm. And my guest is a Catholic. She is lives in George in South Africa, where I live, and we are actually co-congregants of different communities, Catholic communities here in George. So without further ado, I'm going to say good evening to Auntie Mary Titus. Good evening, Auntie Mary. Good evening, Ingrid. 
How are you, Auntie Mary? I'm good, and you? I'm really good, Auntie Mary. Now, Auntie Mary, um, tell the listeners a bit about who you are. Good evening, listeners. I'm Mary Titus. I was born and bred in George, grew up in George, and after school, I went to Cape Town to do my nursing career there. And after I completed my nursing career, I came back to George because I had a daughter here in George that time. Came back to George and I started working in the George Hospital from 1984 uh, till last year. I've only got one child, her name is Bronwyn Titus, and she gave me four grandchildren, which is three girls and one boy. The eldest is 22 and the youngest is 12 years old. Um, I'm a midwife. Most of you knew me as a midwife. I've worked in labor ward from the time, from 1985 actually, till the time that I got sick and I went on to pension afterwards. So I spent most of my life in George Hospital. I worked there for 38 years. And afterwards, I want to tell you about what happens to me last year. Mm. In July, I got sick, not really sick. I was working the weekend of the third till the fifth. And that time I couldn't, I don't know what happened to me because I was feeling tired and I'm not a lazy person. So I didn't know what happened to me. But on the Monday, I slept the whole day. That is also unusual for me because I'm not the person that sleeps the whole day. The Tuesday, I was so sick. I was delirious. And my daughter asked me what happened. I was sick, sick. And afterwards, I went to the doctor, my house doctor here in church. And he drew blood and took my observations. And afterwards, he told me, no, I must go to medical clinic. At Mediclinic, at Mediclinic, I didn't even know who the doctor was, so sick I was, and um, I was admitted, and afterwards I just got sicker and sicker. On the Saturday, I was so sick that they transferred me from the general ward to the ICU, and there they put me on a ventilator. I didn't know of anything. But in any case, I was for 41 days in the ICU, sick and then getting better and sicker and better and sicker and better until I was better and that I uh, um, gained my conscience again and uh, knew what was going on around me. Um, Auntie Mary, wow, what a story. So, I mean, sure, you've been so dedicated your life to nursing as a midwife. You have the sense of just, you know, what it is like to be a healthy person. And suddenly you got hit now, you know, with this illness, not knowing what it was. And you were mom and you were grandmom. And I'm sure you were quite distressed because now you are in the state where your health is being affected, but you don't know what's going on. 
Um, listeners, we're going to go to a song now. And when we come back, we're going to hear the story about what happened to Auntie Mary in that time that she was going through this illness. And so the first song that I'd like to play this evening is My Redeemer Lives because I think you're going to understand exactly why that's such an important song for Auntie Mary, but especially if you're going through trials and tribulations in your life. So let's listen to My Redeemer Loves.
Welcome back, dear listeners. You're listening to Testify on Eden FM. My guest this evening is Mary Titus, or as most people know her, Sister Mary Titus, who worked for many years at the local George Hospital um, here in George in South Africa. Auntie Mary was telling us about her, her story of becoming ill last mm. year. That's during the COVID pandemic. So Auntie Mary, you were ill, you got sent to hospital, you admitted to ICU, and you in this situation, you don't even know what's happening yes. around you. Yes. Tell us a bit more about that experience and what happened when you came out of the of the coma. You know, Ingrid, I I can't explain to you what happened to me because I was not aware of what was happening. Mm -hmm. But I know and I knew now also that there was many people that was praying for me. And uh, my daughter, she formed a link on her phone and she uh, um, informed people how my condition was and, and they were also praying for me. So far as overseas students that was working under me that I trained, they also phoned and asked how my condition is and they were also praying for me. And there was uh, people that was formed chains and the, the one sent messages to the other one to tell them, but the condition is now this and the condition is now this. And so they prayed for me. Even pastors from other churches and things, they, they meet me along the way and they was also praying for me. So I know my God, he was looking after me. Mm, without a doubt. Yes. And just as I said, that song, My Redeemer Loves, yes, yes. you know, it's exactly that. Your faith, your understanding yes. of how your faith can carry you through. And constantly, Auntie Mary, sharing the story about prayer and how prayer carries through in a time that she wasn't even conscious, yeah. but she knows that. Yes. So, Auntie Mary, what would you say to people about prayer? Pray. What have you discovered about? Uh, I, I'm sure you had a you know a prayerful life before your illness, yes, but yes. you see you 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 are expressing that it was a key part yes. of your condition and what carried you through at that time, yeah. in your unconscious state and conscious yeah. state. What would you say to to other Christians about prayer now? When you pray, you must be dedicated, and you must. You must be you must be focused and, and serious focused mm. when you pray and you must mean it mm. when you pray and not just rumble of praise and, and so forth because I know that um we've got a rosary in our in our um, the, uh, church that we pray and the first thing that I was aware of when I wake up the rosary was on my hand and I was cleansing the rosary. So I know mm. in my unconsciousness, I was also praying for my God. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. And, um, I, and, and I mentioned at the beginning that May is also the month of Mary. Yes. And Auntie Mary is a Catholic, just like I am. Mm. And I think that there's, there's often a misunderstanding yes. about the rosary mm. and praying the rosary yes. but 
just listeners to give some insight the rosary is a, a is beads that guides you through prayer dedication yes and the prayers that are said are meant to be able to guide us into a deeper spirituality yes, yes. and closer to the lord and this is something i believe is quite misunderstood mm. um and the, you can say many prayers on the rosary yeah. yes. yes there is a standard prayer mm. of the rosary we say that our father and the hail mary mm. and the glory be but there are other dedicated yes. prayers yes. one can also say one of my favorite um certainly is the divine mercy yes. Yes. praying for our sins praying yes. for release of sins mm. asking god to forgive us of our sins yes. and draw closer um and so i certainly would would um recommend dear listeners that you explore a bit more about that because there are other religions that yes. also use, use the prayer the, yes, yes prayer beads or some yes. form of prayer beads to guide you so that you stay focused mm. in your prayer aunt mary so you woke up after this 40 yes. odd days you're yeah. saying out 41 of the, days 41 days out of the state of 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 um, sub, you know, unconsciousness what was that experience like what did you what did you discover you know Ingrid most of the people ask me did you see something there on the other side I didn't see anything it was not my turn yet that's why I believe it that God brought me back because he had a lot of work for me still to do and I'm just waiting because he must give me that answer that I'm asking for so I know he sent me back here because there's a lot of work I must still do. Mm, fantastic. Auntie Mary, about your personal life. So you mm. saying that you came, you were a, a, a midwife yes. for many years and you've got a family also. Just a little bit of um, guidance for moms in terms mm. of balancing work life and, you know, uh, uh, your, and your, your children and your personal life mm. and your commitment and dedication to work. Um, you retired now. Yeah, I'm retired now. What can you, what advice will you give to mothers that's working and that has a family? Yeah, Ingrid, there's a lot of things that I can tell them, but uh, you must have a balance between your personal life and your work life and your, uh, the, your spiritual your life. Spiritual life. Mm. That, uh, that is the thing. Because it can clash with each other and then there's problems. Mm. But if you know how to handle things, because sometimes we're not so well balanced between life. So, and then, then you don't know, it gets too much for you. Mm. So you must, you must balance the things. Mm. I'm in the um, Catholic uh, Women's League and I enjoy to be there. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm there now 21 years. So that's an experience for me. And most of the conferences, I attended them because I wanted to be there. And I, I've learned a lot of our faith there. Mm. So it was for me a meaningful time to go to con conferences. And I'm very dedicated to my religion. Mm -hmm. So, when they need me, I'm there. Mm -hmm. But in my work life also, oh, I enjoyed my 
midwifery years mm -hmm. also. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of children that was born under my hand, so they know who they are, their mothers know who they are. I had three to four generations that I delivered. Wow. So if a, if a girl is 16 years old and she get a baby, then her, her child also came mm -hmm. and she's maybe 15 years old, she gets mm -hmm. a baby, that's 31 years. Mm -hmm. And then there's another one that's Ooh. coming. So it's three generations. There's <laughs> <laughs> three generations that I delivered. So, <clears throat> but I enjoyed my work. Mm -hmm. Every day it was a pleasure for me to go to work. I never said, oh, Alvia. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed to go to work and, and I worked hard, mm. but it was a pleasure to go to work. Wow, fantastic. And I spent 38 years at George Hospital as a midwife. Mm. I can certainly hear that passion and dedication in your voice, Auntie Mary. And I must say, what blessed hands, yes. you know, <laughs> to be able to, to be alive and actually yes. be able to tell the story yes. of three generations, yes, up yes. to three in mm. your 38 years yeah. uh, of midwifery that, you, that you've delivered. And certainly the passion in your voice related to anything that you do, yes, whether yes. it's as a mother, whether yes. it's as your, uh, a community worker, mm. or as you're saying, your interest in the Catholic Women's League, yeah. and as well uh, in terms of your profession. Yes. And at this point, I'd like to just, listeners, um, encourage you, to also have that frame of mind. It makes such a difference in our state of being, yes. being connected to what you do, mm -hmm. having the passion for what you do and um, finding the way to balance. And yes. Mary, I like that you've also said the spirituality is important. Yes, I yes. believe that at the center helps you to balance yes, and prioritize. Mm -hmm. um, so listeners, with that words of encouragement, we're going to listen to our next song. And this one is Lion of Judah. It's a favorite one of Auntie Mary's. I hope that you enjoy it too. Lion of Judah.
Welcome back, dear listeners. That was The Lion of Judah, one of Auntie Mary's favorite songs and and one that she says carried her through many things in her life. So we've been talking about um, Auntie Mary's illness last year um, with COVID and how she went into a coma and then just sort of her aspirations as well for life and her passion for life and what she's done, you know, in terms of her 38 years working as a midwife and so forth. Auntie Mary, I want to come back again um, to the illness because I know we spoke about it and you said, although you were unconscious mm-hmm. and you can't remember a lot of things around you mm-hmm. that there was something that happened to you yeah. in your uh, subconscious state mm-hmm. while you were in a coma yes um that actually has significance to something else in your life share mm-hmm. with us that story in that what happens is i was having a fight with satan i will I, I'm I'm sure it was Satan that time because he came in the form of my father. My father is dead now for was dead that time for eight years already. Mm-hmm. But he came in the form of my father. Um my father was so furious when he came to me and he was calling on me and and we had a fight. And I grabbed one of his horns because he had two horns. And I grabbed one of his horns and I, with a struggle, I broke it. And I knew I held it in my hand. And my father was hitting me on my mouth and my, I got false teeth in and my teeth broke. But it all happened in my subconsciousness. And he died, actually. But I knew it's a devil because he couldn't get 
proud of me. Mm. He dared to subside because mm. he still knew he can't gain me as mm. one of his. So, but I was in 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 my subconsciousness. I prepared everything. I asked my daughter to do the arrangements for the funeral. I told her where the uh, funeral book is and all the things. And I told her what clothes they must wear and everything. Mm. My sisters also came to me and they were singing gospel songs for me before the funeral, but I was lying in hospital so I couldn't get up and also go to the funeral. So they came to me and they sing gospel songs also. But if it, uh, all of this happened in my sub subconsciousness. So maybe it was God that was also speaking to me and he told me that I must be calm because everything is now okay. Mm. But I think that time when I was fighting with the devil, that was the time that I was so sick because mm. there was a moment that the doctor said they going to put off the machines because there's no hope anymore. Mm. But my daughter said, no, they can't put off the machines now because it's not my time yet. Mm. And so the doctor decided they're not going to put off the machines. So after that, I got better. Mm. So I think that the, 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 the God of mine, he knew that he was testing me. Maybe he was testing me. I don't know. Because he didn't have to test me because mm. he know that I'm a child of him. Mm. So I knew, he knew mm. that I will get better mm. and that I will testify about what happens to me also. Mm. Auntie Mary, you also mentioned that it was in this time that you were at your most sick, sick. that you also in that time had a stroke. Yes, I had a stroke. Right, right on my right side, I had, had a stroke with a little bleeding in, in my brain. But doctor said that was okay. It's getting smaller, not bigger. So I was paralyzed on my one side. And in the time that I was lying there in hospital, I had also um, a thrombosis, a different thrombosis. That was so painful. And I told the doctor that my leg pains and it feels for me that it is a thrombosis. That's the, he thought that I was too intelligent to tell him mm. what it was. <laughs> but in any case, I was insisting on it. And they had to send me for a sauna. And they saw mm. that there was a lump there. Mm. And they started treating me for that. And the doctor was about a very nice doctor. And so he came to me and he asked me, first one, mm -hmm. he, he apologized. apologized to me mm. that he didn't believe in me. Mm. And I said, no, I know. And I know how he was feeling also because mm. sometimes I can be very straightforward. <laughs> <laughs> just want to have my... Um, your way, your, yes, my yes, way. I just yes. want to have my way. Mm. So, but I, I apologize. I accepted this apology. Mm. So that was that also. Wow. So you, all this. I mean, as you were saying, now you are reflecting on what was going on in your subconscious yeah. mind, your spiritual state <clears throat> while you were unconscious, mm. and then when you woke up, you all these things had happened, and you had yes. all these ailments, yes. including now 
having the stroke still yeah. you being um, 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 paralyzed yeah. as well as this condition yes. now yes. and so you came out of this and you had to go for treatment yes um how did that go what kind of support system did you have how did that how did you handle that being such a strong world woman well Inga, it wasn't it wasn't uh, nice to accept being lying there in a bed and people must do things for you in, uh, in those days, I was a person that mm. doing things for other people, mm. and now they must nurse me. Mm. And the bad part of it was to use a bed pen. Mm. Oh, it was not nice. And I, I was insisting that I want to go to the toilet, and the nurse didn't want to take me to the toilet. I can't go to the toilet because I had the pipes and things mm -hmm. in, so they can't take me to the toilet. But I had this urge to go to the toilet, and they didn't understand me. Now, today, I understand how people feel because I experience the same thing. Right. So it, it is not nice to use a bed pen if you're not used to it. Mm. And that time I had to use the bed pen mm. book. It so it brought you nice. into a state of humility yes, and yes. being humble yes, also. Yes. And I mentioned the fact that you're a strong world yes, woman. Yes. So sometimes you know, our pride and our ego gets in the way. Yes. And here you were in the state where yeah. you had to be yes. so dependent on, on others. On the, on the wow. Yes. And, and that's how God intercedes also, yes. don't you think? Yes. You mentioned that you believe that God has got something in store for oh, you me. still. Mm. And um, have you discovered that already? Or is it still part of it's the still, process? Is I think God is still, is still testing me mm. to see. But I won't go back to my old mm. life. Mm. I'm, I'm waiting on God to give me the answer. And I know he's going to give me the answer. I'm, I didn't have a voice when I woke up there because my voice was also gone, maybe of the intubation mm -hmm. or whatever. But afterwards, it came back. Mm -hmm. And um, in church, I, I like to sing. And I like to sing hard also. Mm -hmm. And then I get so cross because nothing can come out because I can't <laughs> sing it. And, and the people asked, why are you not singing it? And I told them, but I can't sing because I haven't got the voice. Mm -hmm. And I told the, the police that, no, one of these days I'm going to sing again. Mm -hmm. And now I can sing hard and I mm -hmm. like to praise and testify mm -hmm. my son's day. And mm -hmm. I sing and the people love it. Lovely, <laughs> lovely. Again, you know, just mm -hmm. another part of how God intercedes in our lives. Yes. Because sometimes we have a voice. Yeah. And we don't use it appropriately, yes, yes. Mm. or we have the voice and we decide not, not to, use to use it, it. because mm. listeners, I'm, I'm, I'm expressing this because yeah. I know many people say, oh, I can't speak, oh, I can't mm. stand up, oh, I don't know how to do this. And we forget that was the Holy Spirit, the guidance of the Holy yes. Spirit that God empowers us. Yeah, and look this. at Auntie Mary now, part of the transition is she's using her voice to testify. Mm. To speak yeah. about the glory yes, of God, yes. to speak about his healing power, mm. to speak about his grace. Yes. And um, we are all called into doing that every single day yeah. as ambassadors yeah. for Christ. But it's time also that we look into our lives and say, where am I oh, holding yeah. back? Yeah. Where am I holding back? And where am I standing now with God? That's also. correct. Thank yeah. you, Auntie Mary, for that. Yeah. Um, we're going to go to a song now, 
And um, when we come back, we're going to wrap up. And I'm going to ask Auntie Mary just a few more questions in terms of, I know the area of a passion, which is around the Women's League mm. and work in the community. So we're going to listen now to Lucky Dube. God bless the woman. Because yeah. I think, you know, in this month, let's honor the woman. Yeah. Let's um, honor the mothers and especially the sacrifices and dedication that we make as mothers yeah. in our life to make sure we take care of everyone. And this is a song of celebration. Lucky Dube, God bless the woman.
Welcome back. You're listening to Testify on Eden FM. I am Ingrid Carly Moses, and my guest this evening is Mary Titus, Sister Mary Titus, <laughs> uh, midwife of 38 years, um, who's told us now about her story um, during last year with a COVID time when she uh, went into a coma and was in a coma for 41 days. Auntie Mary, you came out of this coma, you went through this rehabilitation, yeah. you discovered that God has got so much more in store for you, you lost your voice, you found your voice, and um, you spoke earlier about your passion for community work, yes. and especially through the organization of the Catholic Women's yes. League. Tell us a bit about this organization and what it and what you do. Inget, we, we as an organization uh, or as a league, we reach out to people that's in need, not in need, especially for food, but for Spiritually also. Spiritual, mm. for spiritual need. And most of our people, they can't come to church because the church is far from their homes. And we go to them. We pray for them. We sing hymns. And we, we encourage them to come to church because you can't give the excuse that you can't come to church because the church is too far. The church, our church, it's only starting at 10 o'clock. So you've got enough time to walk slowly to the church mm -hmm. and then you will be in time for church also. Mm -hmm. And the church is most of the time, it's only an hour, hour and a half. Mm -hmm. So I think people, if you can get up of that, that bit of you and come to church, we need, all of us need mm -hmm. God so much. And especially in this COVID time now that the people is without work, you need somebody to pray to, mm -hmm. to help you to get Absolutely. And I, I know that, you know, during the Skoga time, we couldn't actually gather yes, as, a, as, a, as a community, mm -hmm. as a faith community. Mm -hmm. It was very difficult yes. for most. But also, let's be honest, those that there are some that have gotten into a cycle now yeah. of not wanting yes, to get up to go yes. to church. And then you've got those that have this desire to want to be there, yes. but can't make it there yes. because of illness or mm -hmm. old age or because it is too far. Mm -hmm. And I know the Catholic Women's league and my mom is a yeah. is an avid member yeah. active yes. member yes. as well just like auntie mary <laughs> and um you know part of that is going to visit yes. people then yeah and bringing the faith yes mm. to them and uh, engaging with mm. them on a spiritual level so you're mentioning the spirituality activating that in people you're speaking about poverty alleviation yes. Yes. what else is there and you know what else in the most of most of the people that we reach out to their children isn't even baptized yet. Mm. And some of them didn't receive the first Holy Communion. But we brought the people back to church now. Mm. And the church is growing bigger and bigger mm. now. Mm -hmm. So I think we got the finger in the pie there mm. that we can bring people back mm. to the church mm. also. Mm -hmm. And the church is a very important part of our lives also. You can't say you don't need the church because mm. the church, so what must you go into? The young people is they like to say that, what is going on there? What mm -hmm. must I go and do there? But the Lord wouldn't have built churches to go and worship him there if it wasn't necessary. Mm -hmm. So I think they mm -hmm. must come back to church. Yeah. That is what I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a matter of 
the community, the yes. faith community worshiping together. Yes, mm. you can worship in your house, you can worship yeah. alone, you can pray alone, you can yeah. pray as a family, which is also yes. important. But it's equally as important to worship together, together. as a community because that mm. is where, and you rightfully said yes. so, Auntie Mary, we help each other, yeah. and especially through prayer yes. and through serving one another. Yes. Yes. It can become very selfish in mm. your faith mm. if you are saying, oh, I can pray at home and yeah. oh, I can worship God at mm. home you are missing a fundamental part yes. of what it means mm. to be um, a Christian, Christian. Mm. you know in Matthew it says we must be ambassadors yeah. for Christ yeah. and being an ambassador means you need to have yeah. connections yes. with other people you need to share your mm. faith with other people it's not just about you and God yeah you and God very much so it's an important aspect mm. but the God that you bring to other mm. people is and share with others is mm. equally as important yes. so thank you for that auntie mary and giving us an insight and enlightening us to the work yeah. that the catholic woman's league does so you've gone through this this ordeal auntie mary you are retired now you're yes. granny you are <laughs> mo mom mm. your daughter's still alive and with you thankfully um any other words of encouragement and motivation mm. you'd like to give to to moms or just women in general at this stage? Um, there's not much to say about mums, especially mums. Love your children and see that if there's a problem, speak about it. Because sometimes we don't talk to each other. Mm. Then there's big problems and the child don't know how to speak to the, the mother or the father or the sister or the brother or mm. A family. Mm. She don't know how to speak to a family, but she can speak to other people outside the family. Mm. Build that bond again so that you can be a bigger and stronger family. You know, this evil thing that's around here now of young people using drugs, then the parents don't know mm. what's going on. Look in your child's face to see. Is your child's no is your is the face normal? Sometimes it's it's for um what's that metal? Under. Oh, they're looking for attention. Yeah. Yes. He's looking for attention. That's why he's doing these things. Mm. Don't get the attention at home or the love at home. Mm. Now he's looking outside, mm. and then that group is taking your child away from you and learning him all the wrong things to do. Mm. Speak to your children, have that conversation with your children and make, if it's one, one week, one day a week of one day a month, but bring them together and ask them, is there anything wrong or what is wrong mm -hmm. so that you can find out and so that you can work with each other. Mm. I so agree with you, Auntie Mary, and that's why I also asked earlier about that balance between work Working. and your family mm. life and your spiritual yeah. life because it can get really messy yes. you know yes. it can get messy because you have to work yes you have to be able mm. you know to put food on the table and keep a roof yeah. over your head but at the same time also you have to do your motherly duties yes. you get yes. home and it's the cleaning yes. and it's the cooking and you can so easily lose sight yeah. of what's happening yes. in your children's life i mean i speak 
from experience yes. in my own family too um you know and sometimes you think you've got your finger on the pulse then but you know mm. you you don't mm. and even then moms i want to encourage you that even in that if that happens don't blame yourself yeah. rather step in and address the issue yes. Yes. you know we can't wallow on blame yes. or self pity mm. or shame or yes. guilt step in and try and do what's right from that moment on and most of all take it to the lord yes take it to yes. the lord get your help get help mm. get your yourself strengthened through prayer we yes. started speaking yes. about that uh, with yes. uh, this this program this evening um yes. and auntie mary continuously said um you know the importance of prayer yes. and prayer in your life and if you can't anymore do it alone reach out to your yeah. networks yes. hey auntie mary yes. that's what you said your daughter yes. did yeah. you know she had to seek yeah. The, yeah. the 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 intervention yes. of the faith communities yes. to help in prayer mm. yes and please dear listeners please don't be afraid yeah even if you just take one person in your confidence yes. mm. to walk the journey with yes. you yes because we need those confidence that as well is, yeah. and that is why god puts people on our path yes and is. why we are sometimes called to be yeah that person mm. and that's what auntie mary was talking about yes. in terms of the work the catholic yes, yes. women's league does auntie mary it was such a pleasure speaking to you mm. i thank you for making the time um and for telling your story it's a pleasure as you said you believe god has still got a He's lot got a lot in, in, in store for me so for you and to yes, do and yes. i can see that your energy is there your passion <laughs> yes. there your your eyes your shiny eyes yeah. and definitely your willingness to work for that him is and i want to thank each and every one my colleagues my friends everyone that didn't even knew me that time for mm-hmm. oh, their prayers for me the church also they reached out to one another to pray for me that time our father was also sick and he was also in the hospital with his foot that mm-hmm. was amputated mm-hmm. his toe and he was so worried about me because i was the one that visited him regular mm-hmm. but when i got sick there was no one to visit him because i had the access to go into him mm-hmm. but no more mm-hmm. but i thank everybody for the praise so i know god is there for me i know it mm-hmm. lovely thank you so much mm-hmm. i'm going to close off uh, with a prayer and um yes just to bless everybody but also uh, to bless the mothers yes. yesterday was mothers day i hope mm. you had a fantastic time and you know sometimes it's not even about just you as a mother yes. but mm. what you do for others, for others as well mm. and in celebrating other mothers too yes. so thank you so much dear listeners for tuning in um and please uh, i i thank you for also reaching out to mm. testify ministry during the week um and uh in terms of our posts on facebook mm. don't forget we on facebook we on instagram and the programs are now loaded as podcasts as well on anchor uh-huh. and you can go and listen to it at any time all the past programs are there as well share it with your friends uh-huh. share it with your faith community and um there are some fantastic testimonies um for you to access and just to hear about the grace of god and his wonderful mercy so when i close off with a prayer um and wish you well In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.
Father God, we thank you for your unabounding love, for your grace, for your mercy. Father God, you come to us in all states of our life, in all um, ways, in our consciousness, in our subconsciousness, um, in our awareness through other people. Father God, I thank you for having been with Auntie Mary in that time that she was ill. We have no doubt, dear God, that you were there right next to her, that you were there in that spiritual realm, um, overseeing her, protecting her, walking with her in those days that seemed like forever, but Father, for you, it was just a matter of moment. Father, we thank you too for sparing her life, that she may be able to tell her story, that she may be able to use the life, the spirit of life that's still within her to bless others and to work in the community, to be a true ambassador for you. Father God, I ask you to please also bless all the mothers in celebration of Mother's Day, all the listeners that tune into this program on a Monday evening, but also through podcasts or through the various shares Mm -hmm. that happens as we share the glory, Lord, of what you do in our lives. Father God, please bless this radio station as well and the work that it does in the community. Please continue to bless the work of Testify Ministry and the plans that we have for expansion uh, into other activities in the next couple of months. Father, please strengthen us spiritually and may you never leave us. And we lay this all, Lord, at your feet. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Amen. Amen. Thank you, dear listeners. We're going to play out with a song, How Great Thou Art in celebration of of the glory of God. Please stay safe and until we meet again next week. Good night. Consider all the worlds thy hands have made. I see the stars, I hear the rolling thunder, thy power throughout the universe displayed. Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to thee. How great thou art, how great thou art. Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to thee. How great thou art, how great thou art. When through the and forest glades I wander And hear the birds sing sweetly in the trees When I look down From lofty mountain grandeur And hear the brook And feel the gentle breeze Then sings my soul, my Savior How great thou art, how great thou art. 
Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to Thee. How great Thou art, how great Thou art. And when I think that God, His Son not sparing, sent Him to die, I scarce can take it in That on a cross My burdens gladly bearing He bled and died To take away my sin Then sings my soul My Savior God to Thee How great Thou art how great Thou art Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to Thee How great Thou art How great Thou art When Christ shall come With shout of acclamation Take me home, what joy shall fill my heart. Then I shall bow in humble adoration and there proclaim, My God, how great thou art. Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to thee. How great. Thou art, then sings my soul, my Savior God, to Thee. How great Thou art, how great Thou art, how great Thou art, how great.